I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. No, no, because now i got to edit together the two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, well, whatever. Annoyance is part of life, right? Um, Okay, so uh, let's continue on the Ben I mean, I guess at least it interrupted just the Ben So let's start the Ben again, right? Okay, so Ben says, "My own Mukim Okay, yeah, Haish Asher Hu Makor The man who who flows like a wellspring of of, of like a river. Okay, let me skip down to the next PDF page. Divri Fiv Kamaima Mukim. His words are like deep waters. Okay. Well, it's backwards. It's backwards, right? So how's it? Maima Mukim Divri Fiish, and which Ish? Nachanum Novea Makor Chachma. That's how he's reading it, right? Okay. Asher Lo Yagiya Adam Lishos Mehem Ad Asher Yitrach Viyid Leosam. So that's what I meant that he's learning it as waters located at a depth, that a person will not be able to drink from them until he toils and, and buckets them up, or like, the, however you, whatever the word is, yidle, right? Kain, um, uh, so too, lo yavin ish divri hachacham hanavon, v'lo yamod adato zulasi batureh uva ma'archi lev lahavin mehem. So too, a person will not be able to understand the words of a chacham and a navon, um, uh, with uh, and and to arrive at like uh, uh, his his mind without toil and ma'arche leiv and like efforts of the mind. I mean, literally like arrangements of the mind. Lahavim to understand them. Okay, so that, that's what he's saying. So he's saying if you are trying to access the words of a person who is a makor chachma nachal novea maimamuki. Sorry, yeah. If you're trying to access the words of someone who is a nachal novea makor chachma, meaning a chacham. So then you have to realize that their words are like deep waters, that the only way to get them is to work really, really, really hard to draw them up. So this is now pointing to who needs to hear this idea. Like what's the, like the, student. the student, right? And what's the mistake that the student might make? They might think they can take the words at face value. Yes, thank you for reading on the radio. Yeah. So radio says, Vala has here, Bnei Adam Bishamam Divri Hachacham V'Navon, it's coming to warn uh, people when they listen to the words of a Chacham and a Navon, uh, not to think that they understood his words at the you know, initial hearing of the ear. Uh, to arrive at their real uh, you know, qualities and to, to reach the utmost of the understanding in them. Without like deliberating upon them and um, taking them to heart uh, twice or three times. Um, right, I gotta turn off my WhatsApp again. Uh, okay. Um, Sometimes, uh, many times, uh, the Chacham will, will like prolong his words or like go on at length in order to incorporate into them a reason which will remove from his doubts any difficulty and any uh, objection. Meaning he'll, he'll, he might say something in a little bit of a more elaborate way in order to anticipate refutations and questions and answer them. You know, so you as a superficial thinker, 
and the listener can only understand them after so like you might think that so-and-so is just going on and on and on and really what he's doing is he's answering questions and, and uh, addressing objections that you're not even aware of and so you just think he's he's being wordy but he's really like being very very thorough um and uh and then he says talking okay uh let's Okay, I'll, I'll read this next part because it's something Rabina Yona often does, but I don't want to dwell on this. He says, V'tachin, it's possible, That's possible this is connected to the previous Pasuk. Uh, because the Russia uh, disparages the words of the intelligent people, but he doesn't understand their words. So something Rabina Yona sometimes does is tries to tie it into the previous Pasuk or a later Pasuk, but it's you, he... He usually expresses it as like an afterthought. Like you just look at the amount of space he devoted to the first idea. And he said, it's possible you could connect it to the other process. I, I think we should always focus on the main idea Rabbi Yonah is saying, you know, uh, and then if we have time, we could go to the other thing. So let's just state the idea then, right? So what's the, uh, according to him, what's the, uh, how do you read the puzzle and like, what's the upshot? Here he says, deep, deep letters are the words of a person who is a flowing river that is the, the which is, who is flowing river as a source of thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and so he's saying that uh, the mistake a person is prone to making is that you, when you're listening to a chacham, you treat their words as not deep. Right. So he did, he's not going to answer this, but what, what do you think leads to that kind of mistake? His own words aren't deep. Yeah, I think so. Also, right. His, his own words aren't deep. So he is used to talk, he, not probably not just him, but probably him and the, most of the people he talks to. He's just not. He's just not used to talking to someone who has depth to what they're saying. And he projects his own level of intelligence onto the Chacham and only analyzes it that deeply. A good example of this is uh, the Rambam in Chilek, when he's talking about the way that people relate to Jibre Fasal, um, uh, you know, it's Agartha, and, you know, there's the three groups. There's the people who take Agartha literally and believe that Chazal are saying, like, these absurd, impossible things. And then there's the people who, who take the words of Chazal literally and believe that they're stupid, right? Uh, and then there's the third group who actually, like, thinks into their words. So the way he, he criticizes that first group... Um, He's, I think he explicitly says this. He says, um, uh, it's not very long, I'll just read here. So the first group is the majority of people I've met and who I've seen, whose uh, works I've seen and who I've heard about. They understand the different agada according to their literal meaning. They don't explain them at all. And for them, all impossible things become necessary existences. Uh, and they only do this because of their, their ignorance of the sciences and their distance from knowledge. And they don't have enough perfection to awaken themselves about this, mean to realize their own error, and they don't have anyone to awaken them. Oh, fine. Here we go. Therefore, they think that there is nothing 
that the intention of the Chachamim and all of their statements that are wise is only what they themselves understand. The Shehem Kipshutan, and that they are according to their literal meaning. And then he goes through and, and talks about them. So that, that's like, like what I got from the Chacham, like when I heard it, that is the utmost extent of what he's saying. So that's treating it as shallow or surface waters. See, you can't say shallow waters now because that's not the mushroom, right? Is there's waters at a depth and, and surface level waters. And so they treat them as surface level waters. Um, and obviously, so uh, we didn't ask this, answer this question, but obviously what's the, uh, what's the harmful consequence of making that mistake? Yeah, you're not going to get the idea. Yeah, you're not going to get the their ideas, right? Yeah, yeah. and you might even misunderstand them because right, that's also true. Right, you might misunderstand. So at best, you're just not getting what they're saying. At worst, you're distorting what they're saying. Yeah, um, and uh, and therefore the practical application is that you need to like dwell on them and think into them twice, three times, maybe even more. Ram actually says that at the end of his uh, <laughs> at the end of Chelak, he also. Uh, he says this at the end of Chilek. I feel like you could just copy and paste this to the end of anything that the Ram wrote. Uh, but he says at the very end, um, uh, so go over my words many times. He's bone in uh, and uh, think into them very well. And if if your 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 thought like leads you astray to think that you've understood these matters on the first time or the tenth time, Hashem God knows that you've deceived yourself. And don't be quick in reading these. Because I didn't write this. I didn't just write what occurred to me. Uh, I wrote after tremendous contemplation in Yishuv Hadas and, uh, and uh, study of, of proper ideas and improper ideas. Yeah, so like, uh, you know, he's, uh, so that's the other thing also. It's like realizing what the Chacham went through in order to produce these words and realizing that how can you think that you're going to just access them by not thinking about them carefully and just by, by doing it superficially. Yeah. Yeah. One more, one more thing. Uh, also from the Ram. So uh, this is in uh, the second chapter of the Morn of Uchim where he, uh, where the guy asks him, or he, he, he says that there's this guy um, who asked the question, like, if God wants us to have knowledge, then why did he prohibit the Etadas Tovara? Right. And so like the Ram uh, gives his explanation of that. But he first blasts the guy, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, just did this, yeah, we just right? So this is how uh, the reason why I got this is, uh, is, yeah, right. So you whose analysis is superficial. Wait, hold on a second. No, no, sorry. Here's my translation. Yeah, you whose analysis is superficial and who imagines that you can understand a book which has been the guide for all generations when you for a moment withdraw from your appetite and lust and glance over its contents as if you were reading a newspaper or a poem. Apply your mind and think into the matter carefully for it is not to be understood as you first might think, but it will become clear after due deliberation. Yeah, I got, uh, I, I, I recently translated this because a friend of mine is, uh, I think he's, he's making an art piece to hang in his dining room of that quote. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but that's, that's the same idea here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's stop here for today. <laughs> <laughs>
If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.